you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Eh eh eh. Blue and green radio in a 90s state of mind. Welcome to blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. My name's Imran. You're tuned into episode two of the 90 State of Mind podcast. This is a podcast series in collaboration with Blue and Green Radio and Forever in ElectricDreams.com. Uh, this is a podcast series where we look at some of those just immaculate and exquisite uh, 90s album releases that kind of shaped uh, a lot of the music that me and my guests uh, kind of have gone on to. Uh, express our continued adoration for i always cite the 90s as being the the decade where i just fell head over heels for music so this is an absolute joy uh to kind of get stuck in and kind of revisit uh these albums episode one saw us look at maxwell's urban hang suite episode two sees Rhonda and myself look at the incredible album uh by sade uh, love Deluxe I won't set the album up too much Because the conversation we're about to go straight into uh, Does everything about it It's exciting, it's the fourth album Released in 92 Etc, etc, etc If you have never purchased the Sade album And have always had a mild interest in doing so Then I would certainly recommend Love Deluxe uh, It is as perfect a release I think as the, as the band ever put out That's my personal opinion uh, And I'd love to hear from more from yours uh, as well uh, So it, it's been a real pleasure uh, Kind of revisiting these 90s albums And um, I hope you'll enjoy today's episode uh, Which sees myself based in London uh, Hanging out with uh, my buddy uh, Aronda and Blue and Green Radio contributor uh, based in San Jose, California. So we're kind of getting the dual perspectives. Uh, what's also really interesting is I'm recording this part right now on the 28th of October, which is two days after uh, the uh, the release in 92. So it's this is... Um, the, the release in the states was uh 26th of october uh so this is officially the 28th birthday of the album which is uh, super cool so uh we play two songs on the episodes uh ronda will be picking our closing number today which will of course cite uh, her her favorite or her personal favorite of of the album or just the one that she liked the most at this point in time because there's a lot to pick from and i get the luxury of picking the opening number which is going to be my always favorite song from this album it's one of my favorite songs of all time i think it's a masterpiece Uh, again we discussed this at length uh, in the episode as well so i won't go much more beyond that but it is no ordinary love um it's just just flawless flawless record uh, so uh, thank you very much for tuning into the episode today you please visit www.blueingreenradio.com uh, and also visit foreverinelectricdreams.com as well thanks very much for tuning in hope you guys enjoy the show
right. So yes, let's let's. Should we jump in? Should we do this? Yes, we should. We should. Um, I'm super excited about this one. So obviously, this is the second of our 90 series of album celebrations, uh, following Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite for episode one. Episode two sees us jumping into the fourth, incredibly fourth studio album by Sade, uh, released in 92. And uh, the fourth album, obviously, following Diamond Life, Promise, and Stronger Than Pride. Uh, this is Sade's incredibly one and only 90s album, and it came out in 92. So following this is an eight-year uh, hiatus for them as a collective, which is really surprising. Really, really yeah, surprising. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's very, very surprising. We'll talk about that, I guess, in a moment. But yeah. in terms of Love Deluxe, what's interesting about this conversation over the Maxwell one is I was very aware of Maxwell when he had come out mm-hmm. because that was 96. So I'm very immersed into, uh, to, to soul music, contemporary soul music, neo soul music. Um, and I remember it came out. I remember everyone reacting to it. We're now going back four years prior. I'm at high school. I have vivid memories of no ordinary love and I have vivid memories of adoring that song. Oh, yes. But nothing more about... I knew who Sade was. Her songs had sort of ingrained itself into the fabric of my upbringing with Sweet as Taboo and uh, all Uh of her more notable songs. But where were you in 92 and where were you with uh, the concept of new Sade music? I was five, so... uh... No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was getting my map, my fingers at one, two, three. <laughs> my mother's record collection was playing. Okay, no, seriously. Um, <laughs> um, okay, you were in high school. I was, I was uh, just out of college uh, when this dropped. So it's not too far off, but yeah. you know, um, but. It's, it's literally the 28th year of this album this month wow. so um it's amazing um i was a huge Sade fan so when this one this this to me was just you know a continuation of of why i really loved this group right um it's uh you know i have to take a step back and just say this has been like the coolest decision that we've done with this, right? Because we're getting to go back and, and give roses to these, <laughs> these musicians, right? I mean, we started with Maxwell and now we're doing Sade. I mean, these are like, I mean, we we're setting ourselves, our bar is high here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and around on the ones that we're picking. But, you know, when you, when you think of Sade, that group is always just laid back and cool and smooth that's what you get when you're you know and there's a whole love vibe to this group so it's it's one of the reasons why i i mean they don't even have to drop a new album they could just go on tour once we get Mm. past covid and i would be there because the the way their music just wraps itself around you it's it's a it's a it's a treat to uh be wrapped up in it so 
Yeah. Can I just say, I love, I know I'm talking to a professional because you've said the group, you said it a couple of times where a lot of people oh. would assume it's just Sade. Sade Adu obviously is lead vocalist, front and center of the band, but it, Sade is a band which comprises of four members since its inception. So, uh, and I, so I know I'm talking to a professional because you've cited them as a group as opposed to a solo artist. So, you know, well, Excellent. we have to have, you know, how we're doing this. This is what we do here. Okay. So, <laughs> so to but, cite them all, I guess, uh, I mean, this is slowly becoming the Stuart Matthew and appreciation podcast because back, we talked back. about his, yeah, yeah his incredible uh, contributions to Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite in the last conversation that we had uh but the group also consists of andrew hale and uh paul denman with obviously many of them forming following the uh cannot collapse that sounds a bit too dramatic but since the dissolution of the band pride uh Sade, who was a backing vocalist for that group met yeah. stuart matthewman who had uh signed on to be a saxophonist with the group and then they recruited a couple of other members from uh, the group and formed Sade, uh, which is how the band kind of came to be. So um, as a unit, they have done every project uh, together, which is which is really exciting. They must have an incredible close-knit relationship, I imagine. I think so, too. And I didn't know that she was the backup singer in the other group, right? Because <laughs> I've, right. I've only known them as this group where she is the the lead vocal mm. so um to to see that evolution and then how they came together as a band and then became the band that i like um it was nice to to go back and and learn some of their backstory right but uh yeah this this they've had their own um unique sound to them as a group yeah and um yeah, it's 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 amazing, you know, because again, we picked an album that you could you know, just start listening to right now, and it's you know, like you mentioned, no, no ordinary love, which was you know the lead single, and you know, right at the top, boom, she hits you with it, that the vocal yeah. and the band just it's a great track. Oh, it is a perfect, yes. perfect, a seven minute album version is just over seven minutes. It is just as perfect a song, I think, as, as anyone could reference as, uh, a, 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 as a perfect song in general, a perfect Sade song, a perfect 90s song. I think it's, oh, it's just bliss. As lead single, I think, from from the album, I still have very vivid memories of recording it from uh, the cassette player on the, yes. the Sunday chart. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, trying we to record it in cassettes. I feel yes. like we, cassettes have been a long part of our discussion. So now we're having a 90s conversation. I think we should be citing them in every single episode. Okay. <laughs> because back then you really did have cassettes. So Exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. And I know we're going to lose a group of people. What is that? <laughs> Right. It's, yeah, it, it, the thing before the mini disc. There you go. Yeah, that, that clears huh? everything up. <laughs> mini disc. You know, this is the sad part. Oh, forget it. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> if I have to explain it, the joke just—it's dead. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But um, you know, it's but it is a great time for music, and and this album is a representation of that, right? 
in their own way. So I know, you know, Neo Soul comes a little later, but, you know, this is in that vibe, right? So they carry it over mm. and forward, right? It's interesting on this album because it's, you know, it's very airy and... Right. Um, and then and then they bring in the bottom. So it's really, really I don't know how to explain it. It's you know, even even um like no feel no pain, where it is the the subject matter is very socially uh conscious, it's done in a like in this relaxed vibe. So it's like they draw you in. And you're like, wow. And then she hits you <laughs> with these lyrics. And you're like, oh. And you get caught up into it now because you're into the song. But it, yeah. it's just masterful how she does it. You know, sometimes you can get really political and in your face. But the way she, it's, it's done, it's, it's like they just lull you in and draw you in. And then they give you something to think about, which is a, yeah. a different way to approach it. of like neo soul i mean i feel no pain was funny as soon as you said that was what i thought of in terms of there's something very massive attacky about that record yeah you know, it it's very almost trip-hoppy at times um, and i kind of love that kind of variation of uh kind of context on on different songs particularly something like mermaid which is just oh. so acoustic-y to close out the album it's oh it just yeah. it is the per- it is the perfect this is to me the quintessential sade record um, I think it's it's yeah it's a hard one to to top in many ways. But like it's funny. We also, I'll, I'll I'll say something mildly negative, but it's not negative. <gasps> but <laughs> it's not that bad, honestly. Feel no pain. My only sort of gripe about it is I don't think it should have been placed where it was. I feel like no ordinary love is this incredible kind of invitation into this entire just the theme and it's it's by the time the song ends i'm still there 
And I yeah. feel like the subject matter for Feel No Pain was too abrupt a change. And I feel like I really wanted to still linger. So I would have gone with like, I couldn't love you more as the <gasps> song to follow uh, No is, Ordinary Love. Because I feel I like Feel No Pain track. musically yeah. is great, but subject matter, yeah. it took me too far out of No Ordinary Love. It was too abrupt a, a change. But that's my like my one minuscule gripe well, about the album. Okay. Now, you know me and, and my... Um my support of how songs should, you know, just flow one into another. So I understand right. that that's, that's okay. Cause I guarantee, yes, I couldn't love you more. Oh yeah. Gorgeous that actually would have been, Oh yeah. Oh mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now it's interesting. Cause now I don't know where you would put it. Maybe after pearls or before, actually it would have to go before pearls because right. the, um, the strings in pearls. Oh my God! Right. How it just opens up, and you just oh, it's beautiful. Opens up nicely, right? nice metaphor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's um, it's an amazing, amazing song. way they use her vocals right sometimes it's very soft and then sometimes it's out front and then the music comes in around it right so it's like this airiness to some of the songs right mm. um so it's you know the production on this was was really nicely done it's it's a little different right mm. from that yeah yeah mm. so there are yeah. i guess there's four singles uh, that uh, came from the album. So, no, no ordinary love was first. The feel no pain, kiss of life, oh. 
Oh yeah. my gosh. That one's and another cherish- one. The day, yeah. yes. Oh, that's incredible. And Cherish the Day, which is like one of the best guitar openers of any song ever. <sighs> um, I mean, as, as far yeah. as singles go, it's a pretty good pick. So I couldn't, I have trouble mm. disputing any of those. I already know what I'm going to pick. So mm, I'm happy. I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm very, very, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, very interested to know so, uh, where you're um, going. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I picked it first and I stuck with it. This is what I'm learning with, with our discussions is when you find <laughs> that track, just stick with that track. Cause the more you right. listen to the album, you'll be swayed. So stick with you, you know, stick with your gut. Um, <laughs> cause you know, cause you know, you, then, uh, like a tattoo is a beautiful track. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, kiss of life. Everybody. I mean, these are songs that, you know, if, if you don't know Sade, get the album because yeah. it's really jazzy and, you know, it's like a Zen thing. So, like for me, it's like sitting on the beach or sitting by the lake or wherever it is you go to like just chill out, go there and and then push play, right? Yeah. Um so yeah, and, and actually if you're if you're if you're in the house now, staying at home, you know, in quarantine, <laughs> play it. So you know, let it you know, let it vibe vibe out to that for you know, 45 minutes, which is a quick 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I listened to this. Um, I think I messaged you yesterday when I was, I, I, I put this on like front to back and oh, I could really, I could have just pressed play all over again at its conclusion. I, it's been a very long time. I've, I've long cited this as my favorite Sade album, but I very, I would have been very, very happy to instantly put that on again. It had been an embarrassingly long time, I think, since I'd actually, listen to this album in in full so it was a real joy to kind of reconnect with it yesterday yes and see this is why i'm like i'm loving this because it's you know we get to go back and it's like wow you know we have set the bar high we we have to keep picking really good albums so uh (laughs) no pressure but um and and to your point mermaid is like this beautiful instrumental that leads out to this album Mm. where you're just like oh is this over oh wait wait you know like no (laughs) you know you can go back, you know, this is where you don't want to have a cassette because you have <laughs> instead of just, you know, pushing the arrow and start it all over again. But, um, but yeah, it was a perfect way to, to segue out of the album and it's great percussion. The band is beautiful. Yes. Mm. Just, um, and when you see, and I've seen, I mean, yeah, of course I've seen them live on several occasions. And so amazing. Um, they're just phenomenal. This is why I was like, they don't even have to release another album. I don't care. Just go on tour because, um, the the audience that goes to see them, that you just get caught up in this vibe. It's just this chilled, laid back, love vibe that just permeates through everywhere, and it's just a it's a beautiful experience to take in, right? Yeah, I, I had the, the, the absolute luxury of seeing them. I've only seen them once, and it was in a. Mm-hmm. I was just looking it up now. I think it was 2011. She toured. Um, I think I think it was probably the Soldier of Love tour, mm. um, and uh, it was it was in a huge. It was the O2 Arena, the same place I first saw Prince, okay. as well, which is a huge venue, and it, 
I suppose in it's one of those Sade is probably one of those names that you wouldn't necessarily think that's where I want to see them. You know, okay. it, 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 I think their music lends itself to a smaller setting. But oh my gosh, it was one of the best things, honestly, live that I've ever seen. Like I was, I was floored at how. A, a, you know a band like Sade could just completely own an arena I, mm-hmm. I I could never have imagined it would have been as 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 fantastic a show I mean it was nine years ago now but um that really ranks very 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 high as one of the best things I ever saw and everybody who is there is caught up see that's the thing about it right it's like that's the experience they're fantastic as a group but then you get this energy that everybody's in on the same yeah. one accord where you just, oh, it's, it's, oh, this one like, please come back. Yeah. Please. Okay. And, and now I'm depressed because <laughs> I have no idea when we're going to have to have live uh, performances again at any time, but right. please come back, <laughs> you know? So, and I'm, and I'm impressed that you brought up Prince because I didn't think we were going to do that this, this show, <laughs> but <laughs> but, completely unplanned totally okay. unplanned. But yeah, it is because i wasn't expecting it so i can i can go on record with that but um but <laughs> you're right that um that the group does lend itself to what you would think a smaller setting but that's that's a credit to them yeah. as a group that they, they can take over an arena and just have everybody caught up and having a beautiful time so if we ever get back you know post-covid like please um i'm just gonna put this out there sade please pretty please so <laughs> I, i'm ter- i'm very sure yeah. they will i suppose i mean she's still sort of making music she had singles recently for the um the ava duvernay um i've gone blank the uh uh, the Disney film that she did with Oprah oh, and Reese Witherspoon. She had a song yeah. outside. It was like one of the first songs she's ever done outside of the the collective. It was uh, right. I think it's credited as a Sade Adu song uh, as well. Which I can't remember who she worked with, but there was um there's a No ID remix of one of the songs uh, as well. But there is yeah, she's she sort of did her one of her first songs ever outside of. Uh, the collective, which uh, yeah was interesting. So she done like two movie soundtracks, I think last year. Um, so I, yeah, I think she's still kind of happy to do it every now and then. I imagine they they will all reconnect at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, any immediate plans they may have had may have been uh, revisited well, due to yeah, events of the year. Been derailed. It it feels. <sighs> You know, I can't even believe I was in Minnesota. It feels like so long ago now that it even happened this year. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, they, they don't need another album. I mean, there's certain artists that, you know, you know, um, Patti LaBelle for me or Anita Baker, you know, Sade, you could just go out on tour. Boom. Yeah. I'll be there. Doesn't matter. They kind of um, became defined by their absences, though, didn't they? I mean, like, even just after Love Deluxe, it's a, yeah. I think it's a seven-year absence because their last single was in 93. So I guess it's you take the absence from that year as opposed to this year, as opposed to 92. But, like, a seven-year absence uh, before Lovers Rock, I mean, that is a really yeah, long time. Like, yeah, well. And then even after, I think, before Soldier of Love, I'd have to check my dates, but I think between Lovers Rock and Soldier of Love is an incredibly long yeah uh, i don't time as well 
I don't know how we do this. We did this with D'Angelo. We picked Maxwell, yes. and now we picked a Sade. <laughs> I'm like, they just they they give you like these morsels, these these nuggets of of music, and and say, savor that, and we'll get back to you. And then you're like, oh okay. <laughs> and then you're like, wow, it's been what five years, six years, seven? What? So you know, and then. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know they live lives and yeah and, yeah uh, and we're just to lives. say it it's got uh, yeah. so I've just checked Love Deluxe is ninety two, Lovers Rock is two thousand, and then Soldier of Love is two thousand is twenty ten. Yeah, right. Wow. So I'm telling you, I'm like, yeah. It's well, we definitely do then, right? <laughs> well, you know, I, Christmas is in December, but you know. You could give it to us now. It wouldn't <laughs> hurt my feelings at all. Yeah, their first uh, kind of hiatus and from uh, Love Deluxe w- gave us the birth of Sweetback, which yes. was uh, the uh, the three members of the band, uh, Stuart Matthewman, Andrew Hale, and Paul Denman, kind of forming their own uh, uh, group, obviously entitled Sweetback. I think '96 uh, yeah. is when the when their first um, self titled album came out, and then. Um, I suppose there was even a hiatus between their their first and second. It was like ninety, I mean, sorry, like two thousand and four, I think. Something yeah. like that. I have to check that one when the the second one came out. But um, yeah, so they kind of went off and and created their own thing. Which uh, I mean, their first album in particular is a highly regarded uh, album. I mean, I have heard people cite, you know, people reference that on in conversations I had recently on on Facebook where people mentioned the Sweetback album. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a cool album as well. No, it is. I mean, I think it technically makes the cut for a future discussion so that, you know, yeah. people can, can appreciate um, that particular selection. Um, yeah, I think so. I think we'll have to add that. Twist yeah. my arm, Imran. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You know. I guess I, I I think we might have even cited it for our last one, obviously, because I mean it's it had the dream pairing of Maxwell on uh, softly, softly as well, and um, I mean yeah, I mean Maxwell and Stuart Matthewman in one context is a dream pairing, but then Maxwell with the you know the band of Chardes uh, is as well that was as as match made in heaven as it as you could have had really, isn't it? So oh yes. As far mm-hmm. as a nineties uh revisiting go, I don't know, love deluxe, man. So I'm very happy we kind of uh took the time to revisit, to be honest, because it's uh, uh it's an awesome album. How's it rank in this the Sade catalogue for you? Oh wow. Um it's it's one of my favorites. Um Ooh, in competition with which what which other one? Uh, I liked, I liked stronger than pride too, right? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but um, my outro song is like my favorite song on this album. So, um, it, it, so when I hear that song, it's hard to beat that track. So. <laughs> Yeah, I like Diamond to Life things. too, so I'm yeah. like, mm. but Stronger Than Pride was a really, really good album too. Like, like, cause for me, 
sonically like bulletproof soul sounds the most i guess unique sonically right then you go from these this light airy pearls to that and there's that's where the you know that's another one where back to back it sounds a little different like um the way they use their vocals on on this song t- on this album so um it's layered I, I like it it's funny with with Sade because I kind of in sort of looking up this up for this album I kind of I never actually considered it before but um they had said how how she practically never collaborates with anyone you know like when you look at everyone that she every, you know each of her albums there was you know, there's next to no featured artists. There's not, you know, they have a sometimes a, a co-producer for an album, but I, I imagine that person is helping them flesh out their own ideas anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen a featuring Sade on, on anybody's record. She's never guessed it that I'm aware of on mm-hmm. anyone else's record. Um, and it's, it's funny, that notion of collaboration that she's never kind of embraced. I, I, I read where she had said... Um, there was there was something a comment i think uh, i shuddered at at the at the, the idea of this but i think uh, a couple of years ago drake was desperate to try and make it happen and i thought oh, please don't let it be drake as the first thing as the first you know collab oh, or, or like no. on a hip-hop record and that's not a disrespect to him it's just i i just think they're worlds apart and I, who would want to see that i don't <laughs> i don't, I don't well, see it myself well, but um you know. anyway, she kind of felt that she would compromise her sound too much to work with someone else uh, so it did appear that it might have happened at some point, but thankfully it didn't. No disrespect to anyone who loves Drake. That's cool. Well, you know, yeah. Oh, well, we're still dodging, you know, the Dido and Tupac pairing. So <laughs> put us yeah. out on blast if you want. We can take it. We can. Um, <laughs> Nicely done. So, you know. Um <laughs> But if we're going to do a collab with Sade, I would have to agree that Drake is not my first pick with right. her. So, mm, wow. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who. Um, I know. Yeah. Like, would it be like, I, would I, be, I can't think of whether it would be an artist for her to perform with or someone to produce or like a band for her to be on other than her own you know I can't think of who of which one I'd like to see but I don't know she's kind of created her own sound and 
at that point, I, at this point, I think that perspective of I don't want to compromise my sound, it holds a lot of weight now after all these years when she's so defined by, I think, her past releases. Yeah, so like maybe like maybe Jose James. Oh, wow. Or Gregory Porter. Wow. Someone that could be rich in their voice with her. That I would. Oh, ooh, now I'm That's like, yeah. oh, we're going to go for Christmas. Actually. Let's go for Christmas. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that far away. Um, but, you know, because they've got unique voices on their own. And they could, they could, they've got a unique vibe to them, right? So, mm. um, yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I caught you off guard with that one. I don't know. I can't think of of anyone yeah. either. But I would shoot at this point. I'd take Maxwell with Sade. Come on. Yeah, I feel like that's the obvious. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel it, nine hey. people out of ten would say. <laughs> would and say we'd Maxwell. be okay with you doing ah. that too, right? Come on. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Stuart, I, make it happen. I, know. You know, I suppose okay. if anyone was close, it would have been him. If any one yeah. person was close to making it happen, it it Ooh. had to, you know. Oh, it, it, it had to have it, like it. I can't mm. think of anyone else with that. Obviously, those inner circles that could have made it happen. But um, yeah, I wonder but, if there were conversations like with Matthew and Maxwell as well. This is what I'm saying. You know, hey, we're we're doing albums, so you know, both of them, you know. It would hurt yeah. me because I would be forced to have to enjoy it, but I would make the sacrifice. Just incredible, yeah, yeah, You're so brave. Just, <laughs> you know, it's worst things in life, but I would, I would do it. I would do it. So, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, because then we we'd get what I want. We'd have Maxwell and Shadé on tour. So. That would wow, wow. See? Yeah. See? I'm I'm yeah, shooting big. So I'm like trying to, you know, let's get that together. So um <laughs> you know. Um ooh, that would be a ooh, that would be a great mm, dang it. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't even do stuff like that because it's not gonna happen and I'm bummed. So um Moonchild, maybe, with them. Mmm. Dude, wow. Ooh, I ju- that just hit me. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a very mm-hmm. logical pairing, I have to say. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting. Yes, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. See? <sighs> yeah. Is, oh, that's very oh. good. Okay. That's right. a very clever one. Okay. <sighs> see, I should oh, yeah, be bit... myself too. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not gonna get to see any of this, but it sounds so delicious. What were you gonna say? You say you're 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 a Moonchild stan as well, aren't you? I am. You know, now yeah. that I've seen them in, con- I've only seen them once, so it's not like I'm like this full fledged junkie yet. But I am impressed um, with that group as well. Um, very very uh, talented um, musicians, and they do put on a great show live. Um, but the way they layer their music would, would pair with Sade, I think when, cause you want to bring them up just a little more contemporary cause it's been some time since we've seen, uh, Sade perform, you know, a, an album for us. Right. But the textures with them, oh, that would be, yeah. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. would, that would, yeah. That's a very 
I'm I'm super impressed by that one actually. I I've always loved her um, Amber's voice as well. I think she's got a yes. really great, very distinctive voice. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, and I I quite like seeing her feature on uh different other people's projects and stuff like yes, that as well. Yeah, she does so. great work. Yeah, that's you know that's going to be a feature. And it won't be in this group, but we'll have a we'll have to have a Moonchild episode too at right. some future date. Um but uh yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, Shade, they're awesome. Yeah. So come on, I'm I, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. What is it? <laughs> what's, what's 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 the one song? What's from the outro Love for today? Oh, yeah. What are you sending people home happy with as your your single definition of uh, Love Deluxe? What is your single selling point? Lo- so someone who's never this. heard Love Deluxe before, what is the one song you're going to play for This build-up is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll. Yeah, we're going out with Cherish the Day. Wow. wow. Yes. Yes. Very ah. good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. Yes. Great I'm- pick. I know, so I, I know I've left you tasty ones to fight over to start the show, but yeah, we're dude. I uh, for me, my my opener would always have been, even if you picked it, I still would have picked it. But it's no ordinary love. Oh, I would okay, have done. Good. I would have played it twice if I uh, if I had to. Okay, I that yes. song that okay. is perfection. Like oh, seven yes. plus minutes, and it is it's just per- perfection. It genuinely oh, is. So. See. Yeah, it would always have been that. But again, this is again. Ugh, I mean, this is this is not a bad moment in this whole thing. Like, I couldn't have no. more. Uh, mm-hmm. Kiss of life, cherish the day, those, and no one, no love. Those are my four from 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 the nine a nine track album, and there yeah. are four that I would you know go to war for. So, yes. like that's that's special in of itself. I think. Oh yeah, it's perfect. See, we did it. So again. cherish the day. Why cherish the day? Oh, because. At the beginning, I mean, just the, again, this it's it's a, it's airy, it's light, right? Yeah. You know, the the guitar intro, but um, the bottom isn't there at the beginning, so it's just this light, airy intro, and then she starts to sing, right? And it's you just feel like you're floating when you're hearing that song, yeah. and then the bottom comes in afterwards so it's oh oh mm. yes it's an awesome pick so yeah i had to go with it and it is mermaid mermaid got me because i was like oh yeah but mm. that's why i say when you pick your song stick with it so that (laughs) don't you know and um uh, no ordinary love uh and I couldn't love you more. Those were my four. Um, and I like Kiss of Life because that's the popular song that mm. uh, a lot of people remember right off. But for me, it was always Cheers Today. That was the track on that that album back when, you know, it was released. It was the, the, the signature, uh, signature song for me. Right. Yeah. You're ruling the way that I'm 
Oh, oh, oh.